0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to this week's episode of the Dense Pixels Podcast. I'm your host, Brad, joined by my co-hosts, Micah. Hey. And Carrie. What's up? Terrence is having some technical difficulties tonight, so he will not be joining us, unfortunately. Um, things can't work the way we need them to work, when we need them to work. So.
1: Terrence, uh, when it comes to technology, I don't know if you all have seen the uh, Nicolas Cage masterpiece, uh, Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance. But... <laughs> In that, fi- in that fine film, there is a character named Decay, and everything he touches just decays away. <laughs> Terrence's technological decay. <laughs> everything he touches just fucking blows up.
0: So we will, we will soldier on. Uh, we're going to be talking Smash Brothers later in the podcast. Uh, but first, we have two games to talk about. I mean, technically three, but I don't know what the fuck the heist is. Uh, it's, it's the Spider-Man the, uh, DLC. Spider-Man oh, DLC. yeah. Well, I guess we have three things to talk about then, and what we've been playing. Um, let's let's get the elephant out of the room done first because we weren't we were off last week, and I'm sure that Micah had some thoughts on Red Dead Redemption Two, and I'm sure he's even more thoughts on Red Dead Redemption Two now that
1: we're an extra week into it. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, so so we actually your spoiler three spoiler free thoughts, Micah.
1: Uh, actually, before we do that. Uh, I just want to touch on the heist real quick because it's okay. not going to take long. Uh, the heist is the first of the uh, three DLC packs. Um, it's good. It's more Spider-Man. I, I enjoy it. More Spider-Man is great. Um, it's kind of samey, um, but uh, there are different challenges. Screwball gives you uh, uh, a different uh, oh, go ahead. group of challenges. <laughs> and one of them is just a real kick in the dick. Um but the other ones are fun um the story is basically uh I almost called a Catwoman because that's who she is yeah. uh, like black, black cat um is stealing some things surprise surprise and she is uh she uses spider-man to to um to great effect i won't i won't say what it is but um she she tells Spider Man something to try and get him to help, and he does. Um and Hammerhead is the villain of this DLC. Okay. Um The only thing I have a problem with and I don't really have a problem with, it's just annoying, is that there is a there's one new enemy type and it's a ball buster. Not Ooh. really, but uh it's a heavy with uh, a Gatling gun. And <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's a a heavy with a Gatling gun that uh, it takes a a tremendous amount of um, uh, damage uh, and you can get maybe two hits before he automatically just like swings the heavy gun at you and knocks you knocks you back. Right. Mm -hmm. Uh, And Spider-Man can't take a punch. Um, You can get rid of you can get rid of the heavies with, um, you know, your focus attacks. But you need two focus bars to do it. So you gotta. I mean,
2: don't you need two focus bars for like the heavies without the guns?
1: I don't know. I because the heavies I can the heavies I take care of with gadgets. You know, I can just take care. I can blind the heavies with webbing, or um, hit uh, hit them with a web bomb close enough to a wall where they stick to it. Whereas these heavies are immune to gadgets. Like you can't web Ooh. them up. You can't—at <laughs> least mm. not that I can. Not that I can find. You can't web them up. You can't—you know—web bomb them. Like they just shake it off. So it's—it's it's a lot of stick and move. Uh, well, there aren't too many of them, but uh, when they are there, some of them are there for like two at a time, and it's oh, just a, fuck just a the, I can't the
2: deal butt. with two regular heavies at a time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so it's a lot of sticking and moving, but it's great. I love it. It's more Spider-Man, and um. It's it's about it's about three hours. You can do literally everything in about three hours. Okay. So
2: uh, before you start on Red Dead Two, I do want to say that I did finish Spider Man since the last time I was on here. Um, I thought it was really good. I enjoy it a lot. I think I'm going to wait for all the DLC to come out before I buy it, though. Yeah.
1: So and it'll be it'll be out. Uh, all of it will be done in December. Yeah. So. Uh, it's not that long of a wait, but um, so yeah. The heist, I recommend it. Um Red Dead Redemption 2. So I love open world games. I love them. And and I enjoy this this I enjoy Red Dead Redemption 2. Um the world is vast and it's beautiful and you know they got little things which is some little things are very impressive, right? Like if the light hits a certain body part like you can see you can see light coming through the cartilage in someone's ears like it's amazing right like it's so beautiful it's
2: someone described it as detail porn
1: yeah it is it is it's detail porn and if you like that stuff that's wonderful and i i appreciate it i appreciate it um the story seems like it's going in a in a in an interesting direction even though you know it's a prequel and you know you can kind of guess where the story is going but the the ride so far is is worth it um i i i absolutely adore the game i i think it is uh, a masterpiece in technology right it's not a game no <laughs> it's not a game it's, it's someone in our fan group i think it was steve he called it a cowboy simulator and that's what it is and um i i it's it's so detail heavy to the point where some things are like oh okay that's not needed but i guess you know that's great like i've seen my horse take a shit 3 times i don't really need to see my horse take a shit 3 <laughs> times
2: You know what I mean? You can get in that suspension of disbelief that you've assumed that the horse has eventually taken a shit. You don't really need to see it yourself.
1: Yeah, I don't need to see the horse take a shit. Like I don't have, I don't have to have Arthur uh, go to the bathroom on a regular basis. So I don't need to see the horse take a shit. I just don't. Um, But this simulate, this is a simulator through and through, and I just needed to be a game right? Like you get on your horse, right? You can only carry so many weapons. Right. And I'm like, all right, you know, I guess that's realistic. You can only carry so many weapons and you leave everything else on your horse. Right. So you always keep a sidearm and, uh, and another weapon, small hand weapon. Right. And you have to pull other weapons from your horse because your horse is carrying everything. Um, It's carrying all your weapons, so there have I I get on the horse and I start galloping, right? And apparently Arthur just doesn't like having weapons slung over his shoulder while he's riding, so he puts the stuff away into his horse. If you don't get off that horse and take your weapons off of the horse before an encounter, you're boned. Yeah, you better be good with a six shooter because and and sometimes look i'm old i'm old i forget to grab the weapon from my horse sometimes i've gone to i've gone walked toward a mission and then f remember oh shit i don't have a repeater i gotta run back to the car to get a gun out the trunk it's just you know just let me keep my weapons on me yeah right like i you know it's the 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 nitpicks i have about this game are all quality of life stuff that well
2: that's stuff that's fair to nitpick about because you know at least in that moment it makes the game just like that much more frustrating
1: yeah yeah you know what else is frustrating just unintuitive controls just unintuitive uh controls that like in order for me to to select a weapon i have to pull up a weapon wheel with one button Uh, with one shoulder button i have to move the menu while holding that shoulder button i have to move the menu over to either item or a horse or whatever um and then i have to use the right stick to select which thing i want if there's multiple items in that in that slot i have to use uh the other shoulder button to cycle through them and then i have to let everything go And that, like, there's got to be a better way to just pick stuff up. Yeah. Right. Like, oh, oh, you can't just pick stuff up. You can't run over stuff. Well, some stuff. Right. If there are bullets on the ground, for some strange reason, you can just run over top of them and get them. But if there's uh, but if you want to, you know, some cash off of a guy, you just murked. You got to go over there. You got to hit the triangle or the Y button. You got to go through the animation of picking stuff up and all that. I'm like, all right, I get it. Right. I get it. There was one mission. I had to invade this house kill the people in it and get rid of the bodies. And I said, God, and I had, I had John Mars over there with me. Arthur goes around and says, all right, John, go ahead and and head back to camp. I'll get rid of the bodies. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to be on body duty. Like I got, because I had to go in, find where I shot these fools, pick up their body, walk my fat ass over there, uh, and dump the body into a, into a swamp, go back, get another body. I'm like, Jesus Christ, man. They have this, they have this thing called the core system, right? So you have, uh, you have a health uh, core, and then you have your health around the core, right? Now, the health around your core is your health. If that goes down, you're about to die. The core is something that constantly drains, right? And it is so in for your, for your health, the higher your core, the quicker your life will recover. Same thing with stamina. The higher your core, the quicker your stamina will recover. If you don't eat or if you, you know, get shot or you run too much, your core will go down and it's, and your, your stamina will go, will replenish very slowly you it's it's another system it's 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 two health systems on top of each other that you have to manage both of right i know that didn't come out right but you know what i'm trying to say
2: no like it seems like a lot
1: it is it's it's a lot for for really no reason right (laughs) like oh you got to clean your guns or else they'll degrade like all right weapon degradation is fine but Sometimes I just forget to clean my guns. It doesn't really impact it, right? It just feels like busy work. Um, yeah. When you're hunting, right? You have to you have to take uh, uh, their tracks into account. You have to take the wind, you know, into account. But you also have to take your body odor into account. And uh, like, all right, I guess. But like, if you smell too much, then the animals will run away. All right, yo. I just want to kill a rabbit, man. I just I'm just trying to make a pelt. Um, there's a not, lot not of that
2: sounds fun to me, right? And
1: it, and it, and it's not, it, it doesn't make the game fun. And then they, they scream about how, how you could be outlaws, you can do this, you can be outlaws, right? What's the first thing that people do, uh, when they want to be dicks in GTA, they go around and they just start beating people up. Well, every little thing you do creates a bounty on your head and. I so I was Not I was everything you do apparently. Oh well, yeah, we'll get to that dumb shit. Um so I was in I was locked into a room. I me and me and one of my gang members friends, we we killed a bunch of bad guys and that guy said uh, I'm going to go back to camp. I said, I'll stay here because I want to pick over the bodies because I can't just run over the bodies and loot them. I have to go to each and every person. If I want to loot them, I have to go to each and every person, loot their body, go through the animation and all that. And I'm OCD, man. If I see a dead body with a <laughs> with an X right there on the map, I want to loot it. I want to. I need to. I have to, right? <laughs> so I did that. And apparently I stayed there too long. Uh, the law was called, right? So lawmen were, com- were coming. And I was like, "Oh shit! How do I get out of here?" So I just hid, right? And it was just these lawmen, right? And I killed them. I killed all of them. And all of a sudden, I got a bounty on my head. How the fuck I get a bounty on my head? And I left no witnesses. Dummy. What kind of I, bullshit is this? Yeah. So I, I and 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 I had like a ninety-five dollar bounty on my head, which may not seem like a lot. But this is 18
2: That's a lot of money. It's a whole lot of money. That's like a million billion dollars in 2018 money. Yeah, man.
1: <laughs> so uh, while while I like this, I like Red Dead Redemption 2. It's not, it, it, you know, I, I'm planning for the story. Um, all that ancillary shit, all that other shit is just, it feels like busy work. And, um, oh, yeah. And, I, you know, this is just a personal thing, Okay. This is just. This is just for me, myself, and I. Okay, no one else is gonna. No one else is gonna be with me on this. But just hear me out for a second. All right. My name is Micah. Okay, it is not a common name anywhere you don't see too many micahs walking around okay so when i see that a video game has a character named micah in it i get excited right the last time i saw uh uh, micah was in a video game was fallout 4 right you could one of the names that you could choose was micah and i'm like oh shit son like yeah like like representation for all the micahs out there right like (laughs) So there's a Micah in this game, right? There's a Micah in this game, and this guy is a motherfucking prick. Like, he is a fucking asshole, and I can't wait to kill Micah. I shouldn't have to say that shit. Those words should never have to come out of my mouth. I can't wait for Micah to die. I want to put a bullet in Micah's head. Because Micah's a rapist, the uh uh he's probably a racist, and he and he he's an all-around fucking asshole. Well. God damn it, you couldn't give me one. <laughs> I'm one for one with micahs So I'd rather just not be represented. How about that? Just don't just don't represent any micahs out there if you're gonna make make them the star scream of your goddamn <laughs> gang. <laughs> So yeah, look, I would I recommend Red Dead. Uh, I would recommend Red Dead for people, um, for all you you star marks out there. You you probably already have it. Uh, I would not recommend Red Dead to anyone on this on this dais here today. Nor would I recommend it to Terrence. Ter- Terrence almost Terrence almost wrecked a laptop because it wasn't doing what he told it to do. I can only imagine
2: he's gonna kill every horse in that game
1: he's gonna kill every person (laughs) alive in the real ass world (laughs) if he were to play this game and have to fumble through these goddamn controls and 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 have arthur not do shit because it's still an open world game it still has glitches and shit so i look it's a fun. It's 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 an experience, and I'm interested enough in the story, but like in terms of like pure fun, I had more fun with Spider Man. I had more fun with Assassin's Creed Odyssey. So take that for what you will. It's a great. It's a great experience. It's not a fun fun game. So there you go. All right, Carrie. Yes. How
0: have you been getting on in trying, in attempting to break uh, Fallout 76?
2: Well, um, the game is certainly broken, Uh, (laughs) (laughs) but sort of in like all the ways that you like already expect from a Bethesda title. Um, Like, I think the worst glitch that I encountered was there were a couple feral ghouls that were just like T posing at me, but they were still just, like, moving at me <laughs> at, a, at a very aggressive rate, and they still attacked me. Um, there's there's a lot about Fallout 76 that I really like. Um, I like the setting a lot more than I sort of thought I would. Um, I mean, it's fucking West Virginia. Um, <laughs> but I think the fact that it is set in... Uh, far more rural and, you know, wild environment than what we've seen from the other Bethesda-developed Fallout games. Um, I mean, we've had very urban environments in the um, sort of current generation of Fallout. We've had Washington, D.C., we've had Boston, we've had Las Vegas. These are yeah, very-
0: All of the, all of the uh, gameplay footage I've seen almost makes it seem like Skyrim-esque in terms of its setting
2: yeah like it's it's the the rolling hills of appalachia it's um at least the areas that i have explored so far which i admit has been not a particularly large part of the map i feel like i've explored maybe 15 or 20 percent of the map at this point um and it's all very foresty and there are a couple of towns like i made it to um charleston and that's a larger area, but it's not these like big, tall, enormous skyscrapers that you see in, in other Fallout titles. It's still very sort of small town, homey feel. But it's good. It it plays like a contemporary Fallout title, and um, it's just there are other people in the world with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, how's and- that, by the way how How's it How's it with the only other characters you encounter being
2: well, the other, only other, other human piece. characters that you encounter right. are other people. Um, right, still... but, I mean,
0: NPCs are, you know, have traditionally been a huge part, especially... If they're oh,
2: true. And it's game. it's been a little weird to have the only other NPCs be, like, robots. And sometimes there's, like, a friendly super mutant who just wants to trade with you because he says, uh, when, you, when you trade, you 100% live to trade another day. <laughs> um, and, uh... Yeah, I mean, for the most part like I there were a couple of people who ended up wanted on uh the servers that I've been on so far um because uh, you end up wanted when you kill another player without them having like agreed to PvP basically um and usually those people get hunted down and and shot down in retribution pretty quickly. Um but yeah, for the most part like I uh on yesterday's beta on Sunday's beta, um I sorta of, like I ran into a guy and we we teamed up and we sort of rolled around and we found a crashed space station and and he was just a nice guy and and I had never met him before but he was basically like, you know, there's a lot of dangerous shit out here and we're both pretty weak, so I feel like we stand a better chance if we team up. And I was like, that makes sense. Uh, there were, it, it very much seems like everyone, at least so far in, in the beta, sort of has each other's backs a little bit in this, uh, sort of wide, unknown environment where there's a bunch of shit that really wants to kill you. Um, so it's, it's been nice. It's, it's been so far a pleasant experience on the social end of things. And, um, yeah.
1: Is, um, is that what the game is going to be? There will be no, Um, NPCs in the in the full game
2: no human NPCs no Um, which is you know that's that's one of my sort of hang-ups is like I love so many of the Fallout characters that are you know human or synth NPCs Um, now that being said you still sort of get these very human stories Um, there's a lot of holotapes that have been left by people who um because keeping in mind that Fallout 76 in terms of the Fallout universe is a prequel to everything else it's the first game in the overall timeline um it's only 20 or 25 years after the bombs fell so you're hearing all of these stories that people have recorded as far as like what it was like in the immediate aftermath of of the great war which i think is super interesting and um it's it's an interesting way to do it i i just like, I have to wonder if they, like, chose not to have, um, human NPCs, at least to start with, because of, you know, coding issues or, or whatever. Like, I just, I, I don't know. But, like, I don't, I don't mind that as much as I thought I would. Um, the leveling system is pretty interesting. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I enjoy it. Todd Howard's gonna get all my fucking money next week, so. Cause I have the Power Armor edition pre-ordered. And that's two hundred dollars. Thanks, Todd.
1: I'll um we'll have to have you back because I'm I'm curious about it because I enjoyed Fallout 4, but um I don't know about like like I enjoyed it because of the single player aspect of
2: it. Yeah, and the thing is, you know, you can very much ignore everyone else um unless they start shooting at you in which case it's a problem um but yeah i mean you can you can go through the the quests um as a solo player you can play it as a solo fallout if you really want to um but it's it's been nice to sort of run into other people in the wasteland and 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 team up and and try to survive and um i'm i'm looking forward to the game releasing they did extend the beta um they added two more dates it was supposed yesterday was supposed to be the last one they added uh november sixth and november eighth um to the beta so uh if you have the opportunity to get in on the beta and you haven't done so yet um i would recommend giving it a shot so
0: all right so very cool um i was curious to hear both your thoughts on those two games um and they have not changed my mind
2: at all on
1: this
0: later. Let's get into housekeeping since we are uh, since we are well into this episode. Uh, make sure you go to youtube.com slash densepixels. Hit the red subscribe button while you're there. And make sure you click the bell icon so you never miss an episode of this podcast or any stream that we put up or anything of that nature. Um, it's a big week for TNP Studios this week. Uh, of course, it is the 2018 U.S. midterm elections tomorrow. Uh, or today, as as you might be listening to this, y'all better vote. Um, if you listen to this you and you haven't
2: yet. voted, y'all better vote.
0: Uh, you you do better vote. Um, I know that a new episode of Look Forward released today. Uh, we are going to have a live stream uh, starting 8 p.m. tomorrow on Look Forward. I'll look for the Look Forward show YouTube channel for that. And then there will be an election postmortem episode releasing on Wednesday. Uh, featuring Jay and Andy. Um, I will be on the live stream. It should be, I mean, God willing, it'll be a good time. And uh, all of that content will be free uh, to not even non premium members. So if you're not a premium member, uh, you can still get this content. So check out Look Forward. Um and but while you're uh, if you're not a premium member consider going to densepixels.com/slash premium and giving us five dollars a month or fifty dollars for a year to become a premium member to get access to our premium slate of shows. Uh, we also just released a new episode of the Men with the Golden Tongues where Mike and I talk about our favorite and least favorite James Bond gadgets. A uh, lot of agreement at the top of the list, perhaps unsurprisingly, <laughs> uh, but some disagreement in the lower parts of the list. One of my least favorite gadgets was one of Mike's favorite gadgets because he is wrong. And
2: uh <laughs> wow. and
0: live in so. <laughs> so but check that out uh along with uh No Time to Bleed and the Airing Grievances in addition to that. Those are all the premium shows. And of course, no matter what podcatcher you use, be it Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or anything, make sure you subscribe to Dense Pixels, uh, Third Apocalypse, Coming Distractions, and Black on Black Cinema to get all of the TNP studios content that you could handle delivered to your smartphone while you sleep. Uh new releases. It is a new month, therefore we have new free games for everybody on Xbox and PlayStation. Uh, we'll start with Xbox. It's a pretty decent month for Xbox. Uh, the entire month of November you can get Battlefield 1 on Xbox One for free. Uh, the second half of the month you can get uh, Race the Sun, which is a flight racing game of some kind. Uh, And on the 360 games that are now backwards compatible that you can get for free, Assassin's Creed 1 uh, for the first half of the month, and Dante's Inferno for the second half of the month. If you like God of War uh, and you don't mind playing a blatant ripoff, Dante's Inferno is pretty good, and you should check it out. Uh, On PlayStation, we have... uh, PlayStation's
2: got that good shit this month.
0: PlayStation does have a decent month as well. Uh, The leak that happened for November's games turned out to be true. Um, Bulletstorm Full Clip Edition and Yakuza Kiwami are both free on PS4. I'm sure Michael will give Yakuza his heartiest recommendation. Yes, yes I would. And then uh, you also have the Jackbox Party Pack 2 for free this month as well um, for PS3. And then you have the Arcado series for PS3 as well. And let's see, you also have Burly Men at Sea and Roundabout for PlayStation Vita, which are both cross-buy compatible with the PlayStation 4. Um, so that is what's new. Uh, if you're listening to this before Tuesday night, you can still get Friday the 13th for free as one of October's games. Uh, new releases over the past two weeks. It's a big list. Uh, Tetris Effect coming for PS4. Call of Cthulhu coming for PS4 and Xbox One. Uh, World of Final Fantasy Maxima Edition coming to Xbox One. I believe PlayStation gets a free update for that as well. Uh, Ride 3 comes to Xbox One. Mutant Football League Dynasty Edition to Xbox One and Switch. <laughs> Card- <laughs> I know. Uh, Carnival Games for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. Uh, Der Sine for PSVR. Grip Combat Racing for PS4 and Xbox One. The Lego Harry Potter Collection for PS4, Xbox One, and Switch. And the Diablo 3 Eternal Collection uh, released for the Nintendo Switch last week as well. I'll uh, we'll more Diablo news later in the podcast for you <laughs> as well. Quite a hilarious week there. Um, release date new and new game announcements. Uh, the Battlefield Five Battle Royale mode is not going to be coming until spring 2019. Uh, so you Battlefield Five players will have to wait a few months for that. It will be free, of course, as they're not doing a season pass this year. Uh, Resident Evil, Resident Evil Zero, and Resident Evil Four are all coming to the Nintendo Switch in 2019. And then No Man's Sky released a new update called The Abyss, uh, which takes the game's underwater elements from basically nothing uh, to a lot of things, including flora and fauna underneath, aquatic missions, sunken wrecks, and a submarine. So some cool stuff to play underneath the ocean in No Man's Sky. So that is it for release date stuff. Uh, I will actually give it to Micah. Because uh, no Terrence, and Carrie will have the top stories this week. So, Micah, take it away in headlines.
1: In headlines, we have the full game list of PS uh, classics for uh, that. So PlayStation is getting on that bandwagon that Nintendo started, right? Nintendo, look, all the crap that we give Nintendo, at least, you know, uh, uh, the the male of the species on this podcast give Nintendo. They um they lead the way in innovation, uh, in different ways to suck money out of people. Okay, I'm glad you qualified this. Yeah, look, <laughs> <laughs> <Good luck. laughs> and um, uh, Sony is capitalizing on it. They are releasing a a uh. Well, let's uh, let's
2: qualify this. Sony is trying to capitalize on it.
1: Yeah, they're trying to. They're 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 copying it basically. Um, it is it is a PlayStation a Mini PlayStation Classic that you plug into your big fancy 4K television so that you can play 32-bit games.
2: So you can see all of those fucking polygons.
1: So in you can crisp see crisp 4K. So you can see shit like Battle Arena Toshinden, Cool Borders Two, Destruction Derby. Final Fantasy VII, Grand Theft Auto, the first one, um, Intelligent Cube, uh, Jumping Flash, Metal Gear Solid, Mr. Driller, Oddworld, Abe's Odyssey, Rayman, uh, Resident Evil Director's Cut, Revelations, Persona, Ridge Racer, Type 4, Super Puzzle Fighter 2 Turbo, Siphon Filter, Tekken 3, Tom Clancy's Rainbow Six, Twisted Metal, and Wild Arms.
2: Fam? This is not a good list.
1: <laughs>
0: well, look, so there's a couple there's a couple obvious omissions, and they're omitted for obvious reasons. Like, Crash Bandicoot's not on there. It probably should be. Um, Spyro's Spyro. not on there. It probably should be. Tomb Raider's not on there. I don't know why, honestly. Um, yeah, like the original. Right. Like, you'd think that would definitely be on there.
2: It's not like with Crash and Spyro, where the original games are being remastered for contemporary consoles. Like the original Tomb Raider hasn't been remastered for contemporary consoles. No, unless unless Square has
0: something headless Square has something in their back pocket that they haven't told anybody yet. Um but for the most part, aside from those glaring omissions, uh, this is about the list of games that I would have expected. Um but this is not games...
2: a list of games that is worth a hundred dollars.
0: No, probably not. Um there's a couple no, games it's not. that I, I understand <laughs> it's
2: Brad, come on. It, this is not worth $100. I did the the whole fucking math breakdown as far as comparing, you know, the the cost per game here uh compared to Nintendo. And the cost per game here is $5. And like the best games in here, which, you know, much as I don't personally care for Final Fantasy 7, it's probably one of the best games in here. You can buy Final Fantasy 7 on Steam right now for like 10 bucks. Is anybody... Are you going to pay fucking $100 to play Jumpin' Flash and Intelligent Cube?
0: I just counted. There are 11 games that are worth $5.
2: (sighs) Revelations Persona is not worth $5, and I know for a fact that they only fucking included it because people are still hype about Persona 5, and those people are in for a rude-ass awakening if they buy the PlayStation Classic being like, oh, a new Persona game that I haven't played before because that game is not any fucking good it is not a fun game to play
0: correction there are 10 games on this list <laughs> fun, not um i'm fine with it it's 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 i i do think the hundred dollar price point is too high i think 80 would have been better but i think if you're looking at the list of games a lot of the games that are on here are ones that you would have expected to be on it given the uh Actually, where's Hot Shots Golf? Hot Shots Golf should be on there
2: as well. I, I, of, I of these, the ones that I 100% would have expected to be guaranteed would be Final Fantasy 7, um, Metal Gear, uh, Resident Evil, and Twisted Metal.
0: I mean, look, Toshinden has to be on there for historical purposes. I mean, that's cool.
2: why Jumping Flash is on there. It's only right. for historical purposes. Cool Borders
0: also on there as well. Um, Tekken 3, that's the right one to put on there. If you're gonna put any Tekken games, that's that's the one to do. Um you mentioned Twisted Metal Wild Arms. People people have a huge thing
2: uh, for Wild Arms. Wild Arms is a good game. Yeah. But like just, just get it solo, elsewhere. Don't fucking buy this collection I, for the sake honestly, of playing that, wild.
0: Arms. I think that I think that's the bigger problem. I think the bigger problem is most of the games that are worth getting on this are easily attainable
2: for cheap. E- even on PS4. Elsewhere. Like yeah. you can
0: just get them on PS4 if you want to, if you already have a PS4. I think that's the bigger problem that this uh, that this box runs into. That the Nintendo one, though the games on the Nintendo platform have been available in other on other platforms digitally, they're not available on other platforms right like the current gen platform.
2: No, and I I think it also like it speaks a lot to the fact that um, one I don't think PlayStation games have aged quite as gracefully as Super <laughs> Nintendo games have. Um, just as far as the overall graphical style. I don't want to look at fucking smudgy blocks in order think, to play. you think that's
0: why we haven't heard anything about a, uh, Nintendo 64 classic yet?
2: I'm sure that's part <laughs> of it. I'm, I'm sure the, that is probably part of it. And, um, it may be easier for them to do a Game Boy classic just in general. Yeah. Um, but it's, it's, <sighs> It's Yo, it's also that, the idea that um Sony doesn't necessarily own the rights to what were at the time some of their best exclusives either.
1: That's also very true. Um Battle Arena Toshinden looks horrible. Oh it's, it's, it's a, a terrible mess.
0: game. It's a terrible game. Um
1: Jesus
0: I'm just saying it has to be on there for historical. Yeah, context. no, I get it. It was the yeah. first
1: PlayStation game I've ever played, but uh wow. Yeah, it's very bad. It's very it's very, very
2: bad. Jumping this Flash isn't bad. any good either.
1: I keep wanting to say jumping jack flash. That's <laughs> 'cause fair. I'm cause I'm old. Like <laughs> any, any glaring omissions on your part besides the few that we've mentioned? Uh I was uh I never got into I got into uh Playstation games right before the PS two came out. Um I guess the statute of limitations is over, and I think I've told this story before. But a friend of mine used to, uh, me and a friend of mine used to uh, rob Kmart on Liberty Road blind, and uh, we wanted to see the the PlayStation Two was coming out, and we didn't want to pay for it, so we were like, how are we going to be able to get a console out of here? Let's try to see if we can get the PSONE and E out of here, and if we can, then. Uh, we'll, we'll probably be pretty good getting the PlayStation 2 out of here. So my first PlayStation was a PlayStation ONE that I did not pay for. And I think the first (laughs) game was like Ridge Racer 5 or something like that. That I played when I had that. Um, before I would just rent PlayStations, uh, and Battle Arena Toshinden at Blockbuster Video. And because you could do that.
2: I remember, I remember when you could do that.
0: Yeah, you could do that back then. Oh, I I used I rented game consoles from Blockbuster as well. However, my console that I rented most frequently, and and I only did this twice because I didn't really have to rent consoles, was a Virtual Boy because I was an idiot.
2: Well, Uh, you
0: you weren't enough of an idiot to buy one, Brad. (laughs) I was later in life. Oh, okay. After they were super, well, I, I mean, I only paid like sixty dollars for that virtual boy yeah oh, and okay. here's the thing virtual boys are
2: now worth a decent amount of money just because of the fucking novelty of it all oh
0: i made i made a fantastic profit when i sold them. Yeah, Don't absolutely get me wrong, so. I, <laughs> I would say not.
2: if there's if there's a if there's an omission on this list given that like we're assuming that some of the fucking outright garbage on this list is there for historical purposes then why wouldn't they have included beyond the Beyond, which was like the first rpg available for the system
0: Well, because I think that Final Fantasy VII eclipsed any RPG.
2: Oh, you're absolutely right. But, like, why wouldn't they include other RPGs besides fucking Final Fantasy VII? Which, of course, was one of the first game, first five games that they announced for the system, which made everyone all fucking excited for the PlayStation Classic. Because they were like, oh, Final Fantasy is going to be on it. It's like, you've played that garbage game a hundred times. It hasn't gotten any better. There are better final fantasies and there are better final fantasies that were available on the playstation one like final fantasy nine why didn't six? they put final fantasy nine on there
1: i'm really upset that people aren't more upset i'm upset that people aren't more upset about final fantasy seven being the very first experience for many people of the concept of a bait and switch when those things were advertised, you saw, like, whoa, look at that guy on a motorcycle. And then you get the game, and it's... It's got it's, fucking it's like... Popeye arms. Yeah, man. It's like <laughs> playing with a bunch of Polly Pockets. Just walking around. But I don't know, man. I'd be upset. But I guess that's just... Uh, next up. <laughs> Speaking of people being upset... <laughs> BlizzCon was this past weekend, right? Yes. This past weekend, and um, uh, during a BlizzCon Q and A, shortly after the, the announcement of a mobile game titled Diablo Immortal,
0: well, let, let, let's let's preface this before we get into this. So, Blizzard, in advance of BlizzCon, teased that they had a major Diablo announcement <laughs> that they were going to reveal at BlizzCon. Now, you have to understand, BlizzCon is full of the hardest of hardest fucking core Blizzard fans that exist on the planet. And most of these people, by the way, play on PC. Like 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 if you're a console Diablo gamer, like a cat like like a like a me or a Mike or a Terrence, you're not going to BlizzCon. You're going to BlizzCon because you play WoW like crazy. You play fucking Hearthstone like crazy. You play fucking Diablo 3 and StarCraft like crazy because you fucking love Blizzard. So when you hear BlizzCon, there's going to be a huge Diablo announcement. You're thinking
2: Diablo 4. Diablo 4,
0: naturally. But uh, but Michael, why don't you continue the story?
1: Well, I'm looking at the trailer
0: for this thing,
1: and it starts off, right, like five years after the destruction of the World Stone, right? So everyone's, like, getting ready to get all amped up and shit. And then they find out it's a mobile game. Which doesn't look that bad, by the way. But maybe it's just me. Maybe I'm just a filthy casual. Um, During the Q&A, after they announced Diablo Immortal, a fan came up to the mic and he said, quote, "Uh, I was just wondering, is this an out-of-season April Fool's joke? And then the crowd cheered. Because everybody thought that that how dare Blizzard uh, release Diablo on a phone. And they were like, nah, bro, this is, this is for real. Like it's a fully fledged Diablo experience on mobile, which everyone will get to play. And hopefully, which will bring new heroes to sanctuary as well as welcoming our community back into, back into it. And something, it's something we're very excited about.
0: Somebody uh, also asked. They're like, "Now listen, like, 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 we're checking this out, and 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 it looks like that the game fixes a lot of issues that we've had with Diablo games, like systems." He's like, "Is there any chance that it's going to come to PC at some point as well?" And they're like, "No, it's gonna, it's gonna be over. It's gonna just be on mobile. It's gonna be a mobile game." And they're like murmurs in the crowd. And they're like, "Don't you guys all have phones?"
1: <laughs> oh man, <laughs> I'm looking at the guy. He's it's. Is there any any plans to make this playable on PC? I mean, <laughs> I will literally pay anything. I just don't want it to be on my phone cuz it's not a real game then. So look, there is
0: um there there's nothing wrong with them making a Diablo phone game in in and of itself. There's not.
2: No, I don't think there is, but I think the way that they handled it was yeah, about be- <laughs> as bad as it could have possibly been
0: <laughs> how how did you think this was going to go did you think that because you had like all of your hearthstone mega fans there that you were like ah mobile game will be great they'll be super excited to play the outlaw on mobile
1: yeah yo, this is like this is like valve saying guess what guys we've heard you and we understand it is time for us to release half-life 3 on mobile Huh?
0: That would be amazing. I actually kind of want that to happen <laughs> at this point, honestly.
1: Just to see the industry just blow up. Yes. Oh, that would be man. fucking incredible. So yeah, uh, people uh, on the internet are doing what they do, and uh, they're calling it a slap in the face. And uh, oh, the the da- the the fucking thumbs down on the YouTube video. The- Alone. <laughs> oh, yeah, they're killing Diablo and. Um, uh, I'm looking at the official Diablo YouTube video uh, for the gameplay trailer. It has 11,000 ups and nine uh, uh, 190,000 downvotes.
0: Um, Joke jokes on you, thumbs downers. They just care about the interaction at all. Yeah, you're talking about it. You're uh, helping them by just interacting.
1: You're talking about it. And uh, the YouTube the YouTube comments are. Our blizzard is no longer blizzard, it's all Activision now. And I hope you go. I, and how do you go from 500k dislikes to 170k? This is ridiculous. So apparently, they're, they're fudging the numbers, a bit, but as as Carrie would say, uh,
0: sounds like the Diablo fans are big mad, they the are <laughs> this weekend, so.
2: big mad. I mean. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't think the game looks bad. Like, I'm not a huge Diablo fan. I played a little bit of Diablo 3 on console. I enjoyed it for what it is. Um, And I don't think the game itself looks bad. But, like, some outlet pointed out that, like, the way that the game is being made and the way that the sort of announcement was handled, like, really sort of goes against, like the formula for success that blizzard has otherwise utilized so well um so it's um i don't know i just feel like having a guy go out there and be like don't you guys have phones rather than being like well you know maybe in the future (laughs) give us a chance yeah it's
0: They yeah, this could have been a press release.
2: Yeah, It
0: should have been a press release announcement, and mm-hmm. they should have had something Diablo
2: for this. This should not have been their big BlizzCon Diablo announcement for now, fucking sure.
1: Now was this like the announcement? Like yes. I don't, I don't. Yo, all right, I, they, all right they didn't I even can't, I can't. they
2: didn't even so much as tease. <laughs> That like Diablo Four was like now in development or or some shit like that. They were just like, and here's a phone game, and everyone was like,
1: "This is like we got a big Diablo what? announcement." You know the reason that you're here, mm-hmm. and like it's a telephone game. All right, I can understand being pissed. Yeah, I, I, I can understand being pissed. And no, they did not handle it well. They were just like, well, "What the fuck you crying for, like, bitch?"
2: It, it would have been like, do
1: you got a phone?"
2: It it would have been like if. Bethesda had teased Elder Scrolls shit before E3 this year, and then only shown off their fucking phone game. Um, yeah. But they at least teased Elder Scrolls, talked about their phone game, and then we like, "All right, here's a twelve second trailer about Elder Scrolls Six. Not,
0: not even a trailer. Here's a here's a landscape right, <laughs> right. <the> title screen. <laughs> By the way, this game's not coming out until like twenty twenty four, but it sure is in development. But
2: we're gonna talk about it at least. So. so
0: yeah, that not not a, not a smart look on uh on Blizzard. No, like I said, file fi- is... file that under what the fuck were you thinking?
1: That is hilarious. But you know what? I will
0: get it. Why not? Sure. I fun. mean, like I said, the game I'm sure will be fine. Yeah, but just the the grandiose announcement was not not the crowd, not the crowd for that. So. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um. And, uh, last up in, uh, headlines, uh, Toby Fox has lifted the veil on what many of the mysteries surrounding Deltarune, his first new game since 2015's Undertale. Um, what most fans believe to be a project set in the shared Undertale universe turns out to be something completely new, Fox said and like with many new things it's going to be in development for a long long time so i am not an undertale fan the only thing i know about this game is that it is it it is or it is not a sequel and i i I heard somewhere that he asked people he get one he gave it away and two he asked people to not uh not spoil anything yeah not show anything for the first 24 hours so
2: um yeah, so I played this. This came out on Halloween. Um He just sort of fucking dropped this in everyone's laugh and and uh the it's it's basically it's the first chapter of what is presumably going to be a much longer project. And it took about an hour and a half to complete. Um I was just sort of cruising through it um it's got a similar but updated battle system with party members now but you still have the sort of toho-ish bullet hell sequence when you're being attacked by enemies um but you still don't have to kill them if you don't want to there is a way out of every conflict that doesn't involve killing your enemy um it's uh it's interesting I mean, everyone immediately pointed to the fact that Deltarune is an anagram of Undertale, but I was also just as quick to point out that both of those are anagrams of the word unrelated. And, (laughs) and it, it appears that Deltarune is a, you know, obviously a successor because many of the same characters show up, but it appears to be completely unrelated to the events of Undertale. Um, you play as a um sort of faceless protag named Chris, K-R-I-S. And um I assume that's meant to be as gender neutral as possible. And uh it's it's interesting. The music's really good. Like it's it feels like a true successor to uh Undertale. Um, but it appears that uh Toby Fox is Uh, still basically working on, on putting a game together and that the, you know, two hour sort of freebie that he gave everyone, uh, last week was, um, it, it took him a long time to do it. So, uh, we'll, we'll see if, if Deltarune is a project that ever gets finished. Uh, who knows? Toby Fox is a, uh, a, uh, mysterious young man
0: <laughs> e- eccentric, we'll say yeah
2: <laughs> and uh, but he he makes good games. so if you played through Undertale and you haven't played Deltarune, i would I would encourage you to do so. So we'll see what happens.
0: We will see. so that is uh that is all for headlines this week. Quick uh, before we go into the top stories, uh, don't forget to go to densepixels.com slash Amazon whenever you buy anything. On Amazon, big or small, you will pay the same low price, but we will get a small cut of the sale, uh, which helps support your favorite video game podcast. So again, densepixels.com slash Amazon. Uh, thank you for those of you that use it and those that continue uh, to use our link as well. Um, so let me, I'm going to turn the reins over to Carrie. Of course, this past week, um, big old Smash Brothers direct, uh, where we got to learn about some new characters, uh, some new modes in the game. So I will, I will go to the experts here. Carrie, take it away.
2: Sure. So we sure had a Smash Direct and some things got confirmed and a whole lot of other shit was proved to be just internet bullshit that people were making up and spreading as if it was true. Um, <laughs> but uh, we got three new playable characters confirmed. Um, Ken and uh, Ken from Street Fighter and Incineroar from Pokemon were sort of the, the two characters at the start of the presentation and then the piranha plant is uh basically the the first dlc character who will be available um basically like if you either buy it digitally directly through nintendo or if you buy a physical copy and then register that copy with your my nintendo account you'll just get the character uh for free um ken sure looks like ken Mm
0: -hmm. he's he's of course an echo fighter for for ryu Ryu, completely unsurprisingly
2: yeah um incineroar is i feel like incineroar would be something you guys would like because he's a rassle he's a he's a rassle cat
0: is he is he the fully evolved version of that uh pokemon he
2: is the fully evolved form of uh, so he so he's
0: the macho man randy savage
2: yeah i mean he's literally his pokedex describes him as the heel pokemon
1: Like, (laughs) he's a heel. It's
2: delightful. Uh, His typing is fire dark rather than fire fighting. Um, Yeah, I fucking love Incineroar. Like, I was not mad at all about Incineroar. I was initially fucking furious about the piranha plant. (laughs) (laughs) Well,
0: well, Carrie, uh, they not only announced some new playable characters, they Uh also announced some new assist characters as well if Uh i'm not mistaken
2: they sure did yep they they sure did announce some assist trophies and uh my my son is back which is the upside the downside is that he's an assist trophy again uh isaac uh the protagonist from the golden sun games uh, well, the main protagonist from the first game. I won't get into details. Uh, <laughs> he, uh, he was an assist trophy in Brawl. And then he was conspicuously, completely fucking absent from the Wii U and 3DS games. And I was, I was holding, holding on to a hope and a dream that they would make my good boy, my good golden boy playable. Nope.
1: Nah, you already got the assets for the assist trophy. There's-
2: it's new. It's a brand <laughs> new model, too. Like, I, he looks great. Um, but, yeah. Uh, and they gave him an expanded moveset as an assist trophy, too. So now he uses three different types of synergy rather than just the move that he had I, in Brawl.
1: I have a question for you. Mm-hmm. Are you. Are you happy that he is at least an assist trophy or are you sad knowing that the only reason he's in is because literally they're taking everything from every other smash no matter how big or small and they're just throwing it in there the one and only johnny belfield
0: asks (laughs) what's harder to accept isaac being labeled as an assist trophy the piranha plant making it in the game, or the fact that this might be Dragon Ball Fighters for fighting game of the year.
2: I have no opinion on Dragon Ball. Um, <laughs> ter- Terrence Terrence would have quite a shame an opinion. Ter-
0: it is a shame that Terrence is not here to answer that question.
2: But, but yeah, uh, so it, yeah. What
0: are you more What are you more upset about, Carrie? Are you, are you upset that Isaac is?
2: I was like, again, it, I was initially <laughs> furious. That Piranha Plant made it into the game as a fighter. And then, like, I went back and I, like, cleared my fucking head for a minute. <laughs> and I went back and I looked at the Piranha Plant's, like, intro trailer. And, like, I think it looks like a pretty cool fighter. Um, Piranha Plant doesn't look like it plays, like, anything else on what is an enormous roster of characters. So, like, I can't be too mad about it. Also, I think the fact that I had seen Little Shop of Horrors, like, three days before at the Kennedy Center, probably allowed me to accept the piranha plant into my soul a little bit. But yeah, it's like...
0: <sighs> and look, Isaac's not the only character that got the chef. How how the fuck is Richter Belmont going to be an actual playable character, but, but Alucard, Alucard isn't? Is that yeah. a fucking assist trophy? Get the fuck
2: out of here. I... Yeah, I mean, look, I...
1: Ah, uh, because Richter is just a fake ass Simon. That's what right, you know, and that's sure. the only reason they that's did it the is the because they could just do it. a fucking palette swap <laughs> <them> and,
0: and <laughs> call it a day. So. I,
2: I, I had really hoped that Isaac would have been a playable fighter because I think his in-game powers in the context of Golden Sun would have allowed him to play more sort of like Robin from um, Fire Emblem with like the the magic more um, rather than just hitting things with a sword like, the rest of the Fire Emblem characters. Um, But ultimately, like, I'm happy that there's some representation beyond just spirits, which I'll get to in a minute. I'm just, like, I've already seen people online on social media and whatnot being like, all of this buzz about this kid Isaac has made me want to pick up and play Golden Sun, so I'm doing that for the first time now. And I'm like, okay, so, like, at the very least... There are people looking at Isaac and being like, that kid looks neat. What the Wonderful. hell is he from? And then going and playing the Golden Sun games. And that's all I want. That's all I want in life is for more people to play Golden Sun because they're good games and not too terribly many people have played them. So like I've I've come around. I've accepted the circumstance and um we'll we'll see what happens. <laughs> moving on spirits mode um so i think a lot of people thought that um spirits mode was going to be the um like the single player campaign mode basically and like it sort of is but it sort of isn't um basically there are characters from Every fucking game on Earth that are now represented as spirits, and you can equip your characters with spirits to give them, like, stat boosts and whatnot. Um, Basically, you can equip your fighter with support spirits. Um, Spirits join alongside the fighter on the battlefield, but unlike assist trophies, they don't require an item to unlock. Instead, they create unique conditions from the beginning of the game that are useful for different types of fights, such as Bullet Bill, who adds plenty of items all over the field when it's live and then transforms the player into the Mario enemy. Um, it's, it's interesting. It feels a lot like sort of like a, a gacha system, um, like you get in a lot of mobile games as far as like getting the spirits. Um, but it allows a lot of different series to be represented in Smash Brothers and a lot of different characters to be represented in Smash Brothers, which I'm all about. I'm all about people being exposed to new games like Golden Sun. Um, and, um, the reason why all of these characters have been turned into just spirits is because of what happened in the primary, um, single-player mode the adventure mode called world of light and boy that trailer sure was a thing um
1: that was weird man
2: yeah it was real weird um so like a bunch
1: of master hands
2: yeah like a bunch of master hands came out of a different dimension and turned into like beams of light and zapped every character except for kirby and i have to i have to wonder um If this was just like Masahiro Sakurai having like the most cathartic moment ever by being able to obliterate the Smash Brothers universe (laughs) and leave (laughs) only his son, Kirby, behind. (laughs) Um, so it, it looks like you will start with Kirby and eventually rescue the rest of the Smash Brothers cast, uh, by playing through the, the different stages and whatnot. Um, the, well, I guess I'm just
0: going to be stuck with the original 12 fighters then. (laughs)
2: the uh uh the the world of light trailer had some dope ass music um it had like a vocal version of of like the classic smash theme so uh yeah it's it's going to be interesting um i'm looking forward to checking it out i enjoyed adventure mode back in brawl um so yeah we'll we'll see um
1: this will be my first Smash Brothers in a very, very long
2: time. What was your last one, Melee? Maybe. Okay.
1: You didn't play Brawl. You had a Wii. I don't know if I played Brawl though. I don't because I didn't get a lot of I didn't get a lot of use out of my Wii. Brawl is the only one that I've ever played in any at any depth
0: before. So, uh, yeah, it might have been Melee. I had Melee for, like, two seconds when I had a GameCube for, like, two seconds, and I couldn't play it because the controller was terrible, so. (laughs) I will defend that
2: controller until I'm dead in the ground. I like the GameCube controller. I mean, look. It fits nice in my tiny little hands, Brad.
1: Look, I respect. Are your hands shaped like a giant jelly bean?
2: (laughs) yes look there are there
0: are two types of people in this world there are people that think that the gamecube controller is an abomination and then there are people who are wrong and that's fine you can be wrong in your wrong opinions but
2: that thing is
0: terrible and it makes me sad that they released it yet again
2: um and finally like the last sort of thing of note um man poor sakurai because you know, he talks about the DLC. We're going to have five five brand new characters made completely from scratch for this game. It's not like they are sort of like building characters and holding them back like so many other games do with DLC. Um, they are building five new characters completely from scratch. They will also have um, brand new stages and brand new music added to the game. Um, so because of obviously the amount of work involved in building a brand new character... And stages and whatnot completely from scratch. Um this uh, these five characters will be spread out between the game's release at the end of this year and then early 2020. So every three months or so, which isn't bad. Um and uh yeah, just the in in the direct, which you know has has soccer eye on camera, he just does that like slow blink into the camera and he's like, I'm never going to get to rest, am I? And I'm like
1: <laughs> what i what I liked about the direct was um because you know Sakurai's voice is um the the translator's voice. yeah like, that's just what I hear now. And um <laughs> hearing that voice and that man's image when he's saying we really do appreciate your patience. I mean, we're we're working really hard due to the fact that we wanted to get these out, but it's going to take a lot of hard work. And if you trust, if you just trust us with your money, we promise to give you the best characters that we could possibly give you. Like, he's so apologetic and he's so, like, please just, like, I, he's so grateful please. for that extra $25 right. that I just had to give it to him.
2: Right. But he's also, like, I wonder if I'll ever get to sleep again. Like, <laughs> right. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that was basically it for the the Smash Direct. The game comes out, um, early December. Uh I guess it's twenty five dollars for all five characters or you can buy them individually for like six bucks each or for something like that. Six bucks a
0: piece.
1: Um,
2: yeah. Um so I think that's fair, um, given that you're getting more than just the fighter I mean... like
1: Capcom used to charge six dollars for Jill a Valentine. Fucking, yeah,
2: for a fucking outfit half the time. So
1: yeah, they, have, they still do.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, like I said, when
0: they when Capcom's charging ten dollars for a fucking stage singular, right? I yeah, mean, I can't, I can't, I can't pretend to be upset at a season pass for twenty five dollars. It gives you five characters and everything else. So
2: I'm excited. Like I don't do well with fighting games, but I always get excited for Smash. Um, because I like to treat it like more of a party game rather than a serious f- fighter. Um, I mean, look,
0: I I enjoy Smash. Uh, I will uh I will be playing it when it comes out. Um, just not the World of Light mode, where I'll have someone get past the first couple levels for me until I can unlock a character that doesn't that's not a big piece of crap. Oh, I like
2: so. I like playing as Kirby.
0: <laughs> My Kirby views are well stated on this show.
2: Oh, well, I love Kirby. <laughs> Kirby's a good boy. He's going uh, to do really well.
1: Kirby just looks like a polyp to me, man. And I, that's, not, that's not good for your body.
0: <laughs> so we move on, uh, finish the show with the Dense Pixels Post Office, where we tell you guys to send in questions to the show. We will curate a couple, select them for the, uh, for the mailbag. Um, I, I, I guess I'll start. Um, Anthony asks, Brad, what board game would you love to have the TMP Studios crew sit, sit down and play, and what do we have to do to get this to happen? Um, there's a lot of board games that I think would be fun to play with the TNP Studios crew. Look, almost any party game would be fine. Skull, I think, would be would be fun to play a good bluffing game um, in that ilk. Uh If you want to see like a like a mega game, we'd have to live stream this if we did it. Uh If we ever played the Game of Thrones board game, that would be fucking high comedy to the highest degree. Oh, I don't know if Terrence could be able to make it through it or not. Too much uh too many moving pieces with that one. Uh, but that would be that would be entertaining. Um, yeah, something something party game, something fun. Uh, that's easy to grok, though, is is the ideal I think for especially for an on camera thing if we were to ever live stream that. So, but yeah, what
2: about
1: Monopoly? Do you see us playing Monopoly? Well,
0: I don't want no. to play Monopoly.
2: Monopoly fucking sucks.
0: No, and and the problem is is that I would insist on playing with the firm rules, and and you fucking heathens out there would be trying to put your house rules in, like your fucking five hundred dollar. Free parking bullshit and, I mean, but and all that other stuff. Isn't
1: that the point of Monopoly? Like, no, it is making not the deals point. Micah.
0: Micah. <laughs> Micah. Here's the problem with the house ruling of Monopoly, okay? What's the objective of Monopoly? To, to buy everybody out. To be the Monopoly. To bankrupt all the other players. Yeah. So when you inject money into the game that doesn't belong there... You ruin the economy of the game, and it makes it take forever. <laughs> you play a four-player game of Monopoly in under two hours, you play with the right rules. Really? Yeah. I've never finished a game of Monopoly. Here, here's why. Because because the correct rule, the, the two biggest mistakes that are made rules-wise is the is the free parking situation where you're just fucking, there's three big mistakes. The free parking situation is one, landing on go, getting a double payout is the other. And then the biggest one, the most overlooked rule in all of Monopoly is that if a player lands on a space and chooses not to buy it, it has to go up for auction yeah, the, yeah. to everybody at the table. And that's important because it gets the properties off the board faster so that you can have the wheeling
1: and dealing that you need to make the game work. Ah, yeah. You know what? You're right. Cause people will be like, what's the one right after go? Like it's right. No one wants Mediterranean <laughs> Avenue. It's yeah, no one nobody wants Mediterranean Avenue. Especially but someone's right gotta
2: get the- it.
0: Someone's got to get it because that's the only way the game functions correctly because you need assets that you can trade and then eventually work your way up to get those orange and red monopolies. And if you have those two and you own that corner of the board, you're going to win. And that's how monopoly works.
1: I never liked liked the idea of me going to jail being a matter of chance. (laughs) (laughs) I just don't like that, Uh, particularly in our current climate.
2: Yeah, well, <laughs> I don't know what to so, tell you, Micah.
1: So, so is Carrie, it's a little too close to come.
0: Carrie, this one was selected by you. Yeah, uh, Amir asks Should people who haven't played a Pokemon game in a while pick up one of the Let's Go games, or should we wait until the Regular mainstream Pokemon game that's coming out supposedly in 2019.
2: Yeah, so we already know that um, there's going to be like a new what they call a core series Pokemon title next year because um, they confirmed that shortly after they announced the Let's Go games. Um, but uh, it it really depends. Like it's it's going to be sort of like a weird hybrid between a core series Pokemon RPG and um, Pokemon Go. That's why it's called Pokemon Let's Go. Um, it it certainly looks like it's going to be slightly more casual, um, but at the same time, if you grew up playing um, Red and Blue, this might not be that bad of a choice, because it's those games. Um, it's there, I think in Japan, they are specifically calling it a remake of Pokemon Yellow. Um, so it, it takes place in Kanto. You've got the the familiar sort of original eight gym leaders and badges and Elite Four. And uh, I'm sure even if you would prefer like a core series RPG, a more hardcore Pokemon experience, whatever you want to call it, you'll probably still get some sort of nostalgia factor out of going back to Kanto. Um, I'm super excited for them myself. Um, so it's like, if you haven't played a Pokemon game in a while, it, it really depends on what you want. Um, if you enjoy Pokemon Go and if you enjoy the Pokemon franchise at large, you'll probably really like Pokemon Let's Go. If you grew up with the old school games and you want to relive those (laughs) memories for whatever reason, um, you'll probably enjoy Pokemon Let's Go. If you are a Hardcore competitive Pokemon player, you're probably just going to want to wait until whatever next year's game is going to be.
0: All right, and then uh, we'll wrap it up. Uh, Mike's question that he selected this week is from Chris. He says, "Do you think that Anthem is going to be a Destiny killer or on par with Destiny?" P.S. Go vote.
1: Uh, I agree. Go vote. And um, I, is Anthem a a a loot grind?
0: Uh it will be a loot grind, yes. Um it is it is going to have that same system in it for sure where you're constantly getting new loot and and new weapons and armor and well no, I guess not armor, but maybe like
1: like like, like I'm sure you'll get things to to trick out your javelin or whatever. Sure, sure, sure. But um it will essentially still look the same. Um I think it will be fun, but there's something about Destiny. Destiny has personality. And, you know, people complain about the lore of Destiny. It's there. You just have to be proactive, right? Um, Anthem, while I think looks gorgeous, and I think it will be very fun, it doesn't seem like it has the personality that Destiny does. Like, it might have more story, but all these javelins, like, yeah, you can customize them, but they all kind of look alike to me. Um, I don't know if it'll be a Destiny Killer. I think it'll be a destiny alternative. Uh, I still think people will continue to go back to destiny. Um, as much as people complain about it, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's destiny. Um, so I'm taking the cop out answer. Well, I, you know, it's, it's kind of a cop out answer. I don't think it's, it's different and I think it'll be different enough where one can sink in time with these like if you're a hardcore destiny person like you love destiny and don't complain about it um i can't see you giving up destiny but um if you want to give this a shot i can see you trying both i don't know
0: yeah i I honestly like i think people will be going to this game for different reasons yeah then they go to destiny um so I think they both can exist. I think the game that would be – that Destiny might have more to fear from would be The Division 2. Um, and even then, I don't know if if, it, if it's going to really yeah, uh, I, be worried about Division 2.
1: Yeah, again, I, uh, another game with no personality to it. You know right. what I mean? And, and plus the fact that
0: it, it really does seem like that Bungie has really figured it out now with Destiny. Um because this new expansion has been just fucking wonderful. Um, there, with a few nitpick complaints, you know, aside, but it's—I've been steadfastly playing every single week since it came out. It's been out for two months now, and uh, I can't see myself stopping. Because the thing—the thing that Destiny is fun with is just—it just feels right. It just feels fun. It feels good. Um, Anthem will have a great story. And hopefully the gameplay feels good, but it's still a Bioware game. So there's going to be some annoyances in the gameplay because there always are. Yeah. Uh, and we'll see how that goes. So I I think it'll be uh, – I, I I agree with Mike in that it'll exist in a different space. I don't know if it's necessarily going to be a killer or, or, or even on par because, like I said, I think people will go to them for different reasons, honestly.
1: Yeah, I honestly don't see, um, you know – Demetrius is one of the most hardcore Destiny people I've ever met. Right? <laughs> I don't see him. I don't see him even if you gave him Anthem, I don't see him putting Destiny down to play it.
0: Well, and and Anthem, and again, it's hard to judge because we don't. Yeah, because we have, have no idea. But I feel like Anthem's gonna be a game that I go to and I say, all right, I'm gonna hop in this game and I'm gonna do this, this, and this, and I'm bringing Micah along with me, and we're and we have objectives that we're gonna fulfill, and we're and we're gonna be doing that stuff. Destiny is a game that I'll just log on and be like, what do I want to do now? Oh, I'll go do this thing. And then the other day, um, I was running a adventure and Terrence just popped in my game and Terrence is riding along with me. And then we finished the adventure and I was like, what do you need to do? He's like, I need to do these things. I'm like, let's go do it. Like, like Destiny is much more free flowing, I feel like, or, or will be than, than Anthem will be.
1: Yeah. This seems very mission based, whereas you can just hop in Destiny and be in the world. You know, and just I'm fuck a, and just fuck around. And just like fuck I said, around. we ran we yeah. ran a couple strikes. We we did some gambo.
0: So yeah, it was it was a good time. And and like said, so that was just me logging in, just fuck around, and Terrence just being like, "What's up?" Like like just popping in. And that's that's how destiny is, man.
1: yeah. So but we'll see when when this comes out. I I honestly have no, I don't have enough. Um, yeah, I'm looking at videos and footage and stuff now, but I don't have enough to really really have any type of opinion on on Anthem other than my you know I have faith in the game that it'll it'll do well and be fun and all that but I think it's it's different enough that like you said you can you can have your cake and eat it too
0: so that is it for this week thank you guys for your uh, questions that you sent in Um, again that's that's all for the show don't forget to go to com slash fans to join our fan group uh, if you leave us a five-star review on iTunes, we will read it on air. Uh, subscribe to the show. Follow us on social media. Uh, follow us on Twitch. Uh, we have the main DensePixels channel. Uh, I am also DensePixels Brad. Terrence is Apparition410. Micah is DenseBlackNerd. And Carrie is Carry. Um I'm, I've been using YouTube more lately as well for streaming. So if you're looking for our streaming stuff, you, again, just subscribe on YouTube and you'll be good to go there. I've been streaming and a uh, lot
2: recently, and I do want to give a shout-out to... Um Those of you who donated to My Extra Life, because I did that last weekend, and I raised $690 for the Johns Hopkins Children's Center in Baltimore. So all of that goes directly to help sick kids. Uh, I beat last year's total by like 150 bucks. So thanks very much. Nice. Yeah.
0: And that's it. I got to watch you run around a dungeon for a little bit. Yeah. Literally just run around, because when I was watching, you were just going in circles.
2: Yeah, I mean, I... I finished the first Golden Sun in um, almost exactly 12 hours um, and I actually did more on this playthrough than I did on my previous one so I've, I've gotten really good at finishing that game in a single sitting um, and I've been streaming on a slightly more regular basis so I'm currently playing through uh, the second Golden Sun game which is The Lost Age so be sure to follow me on Twitch and get notified when I go live.
0: And again, uh, if you guys are listening to this podcast on Monday night or Tuesday morning, tune in to the Look Forward uh, election special uh, where we will all celebrate or be depressed. Either way, there'll be alcohol being consumed uh, by myself, Jay, and Tiara, and it will be a happening for sure. So that's it. Uh, we will catch you guys next week. Thanks. See ya.